Welcome to the Free Iraqi Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. Thanks for listening. On this episode, we're going to talk about the wardens of Illinois prisons illegally restricting access to prison commissary. I call this the, commiss- the commissary conundrum. I was angry once I heard that the inmates in all of the IDOC facilities were experiencing restrictions on their commissary. My first call was to Constituent Affairs on July 8th, 2020. Constituent Affairs is a government office that advocates for the constituents of a particular area. No one answered my call, so I was forced to leave a voicemail. I presented these questions in the voicemail. First, why are prison commissaries restricted to one shop a month with a $75 limit each shop? Why is Director Jeffries allowing a restricted commissary on what he calls a medical lockdown? How is this legal? Why are inmates under the impression that lockdown could last until next year? Constituent Affairs never responded to my voicemail. Warden Henthorne at Illinois River Correctional Center tried to use the excuse that she personally had to place limits on the commissary prisoners were allowed to buy due to potential shortages. In case you're wondering if the commissaries are having any supply chain issues, they are not. My dad has said the same. I verified this myself. I called the commissary supplier Keith Group on July 8th. Even though a human answered, I was told to visit the website tkcholdings.com and submit an email inquiry. So I did. Here's what I wrote in my email. The civil unrest in this country has caused major issues. Have your truckers had any issues delivering to the prison commissaries in Illinois? In case you're wondering, T. Uh, Keefe Group is out of St. Louis, Missouri. Has your inventory been limited in any way? Prisoners in Illinois have been limited to shopping once a month with a $75 limit each time. Has your company caused this restriction in any way? Has your company been affected by it? I sent a copy of this email to Keefe Coffee and Supply Company directly. Neither TKC Holdings nor Keefe responded to my inquiries. Personally, I take that as a no to all my questions. Warden Henthorne at Illinois River Correctional Center finally admitted that she is the one restricting the commissary. Director Jeffries and former director, deputy director rather, Simmons, both told my father that they do not micromanage the prison commissaries. Thus, if a limit exists, it is not their doing. Warden Henthorne is locking the prisoners down and ordering her correctional officers to bring the commissary to the cells in boxes. You have to ask, why is she locking the inmates down? And what purposes do all these restrictions serve? She says it's for medical reasons. Really? The only people getting the coronavirus at Illinois River are the staff. None of the inmates have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Yet, Every time a staff member contracts the virus, she locks the inmates down, even if the staff member does not interact with the prisoner population. And there are a few jobs like that. Does the medical lockdown have any medical benefits? Uh, no. It actually has the opposite effect, and it's illegal. Let's talk about the medical part. 
the prisoners at medium and minimum facilities are supposed to shower daily. Since COVID, showers, excuse me, daily showers have not happened. Inmates are showering every other day at most. Some have reported showering once every three days. Many are regularly running out of soap and toothpaste before their next visit to the commissary. More on those shortages in a second. Medium and minimum inmates are not supposed to have a limit on their commissary and are supposed to shop once a week. Commissary is a right, not a privilege. In the medium and minimum facilities, inmates are limited to one shop per month. In medium facilities, that one shop has a $75 limit. In the minimum facilities, inmates get to spend $150 once a month, not once a week like they're supposed to. And they only get to spend $150 if they're allowed to walk to the commissary themselves. If the COs have to deliver the commissary to their cells and boxes, they're back down to that $75 limit. So we have Illinois inmates literally trying to spread $75 among a month's worth of food, writing supplies, hygiene supplies, phone minutes, and clothing. That's insane. It can't be done. Why am I mad about the commissary when the prison inmates are fed from the prison kitchens? Good question. Here's why. Inmates are legally entitled to a diet that sustains their health. You can find this in Ramos v. Lamb from 1980, a, a serious court case. Since Pritzker has been the governor of Illinois, he has revived the old contract with ADM that pumps cheap soy products into the prison kitchens. While the USDA recommends no more than 20 grams of soy per day, Illinois inmates are getting anywhere from 100 to 200 grams of soy per day. The previous governor, Bruce Rauner, told ADM he didn't need their soy products. Rauner's decision to revoke the ADM contract forced the Illinois prisoner dietary manager to select more wholesome foods such as real meats and wheat-based bakery items instead of soy flour-based items. Soy mimics estrogen and depresses thyroid function, which is why it is terrible for men and women too, but really men in copious amounts. Another part of these lockdowns include eating all meals in the cells. COs are bringing trays to the cells. My dad has said that the guys in the prisons are throwing out 60% of the food on their trays. Other prisoners have written to me and told me that the food is meager and gross. They have also said that the food is always cold, no matter what it is. Since my father is allergic to soy, he has to throw out most of the prison food. If he eats it, he gets sick, violently sick. He's lost 30 pounds since March, and he continues to drop weight to this day. To add on to the lack of hygiene items and the cold food, let's talk about the cold cells. There was no heat in the cells until October 15th. The cells are all cement blocks. They get cold and they stay cold. Inmates have no way to warm up. When you are constantly cold, your body burns more calories to keep warm. When you don't have the proper calories and you're dropping weight, your immune system gets weak. A weak immune system during flu and a second wave of COVID is a recipe for disaster. The guards were walking around the cell house with their coats on. That's how cold it was. The warden was not going to turn on the heat, even though the temperatures hit low 30s and 40s each night for several weeks in a row. 
In Illinois, Joby Cates, the executive director of Restore Justice, told the Chicago public radio station WBEZ that, quote, we're getting reports of inmates using their own soap that they've purchased through their commissary to clean common areas themselves. Once that runs out, where is it coming from? So inmates are not getting cleaning supplies from the prison itself. They're using their own individual bar soap to clean common areas. I have to ask, how can these lockdowns prevent the spread of COVID when the inmates are cold, hungry, and dirty from the lack of basic hygiene and lack of showers? Let's look at the legal side. Since commissary is a right, it can only be restricted under certain conditions. Taking commissary away is a punishment. It's not an idea. It's not a whim. It's a punishment. Inmates have to violate an IDOC policy or break a law to receive this punishment. The severity of the reduction of commissary privileges is supposed to correlate with the severity of the infraction. Warden Henthorne is inflicting mass punishment on the inmates without justification. This is illegal. From my dad voicing his complaints, the director and deputy director know what Warden Henthorne is doing. I have voiced my complaints to Jill Tracy and Randy Freeze. Why isn't anyone speaking up, especially the staff at the prison? Warden Henthorne is forcing them to use carts to deliver the commissary orders to the cells. When I first heard about this, Warden Henthorne had limited the commissary to $50 once a month. I wrote my legislators, Randy Freeze and Jill Tracy. Senator Tracy said she would look into the situation. Within a week of her response, my father reported that the boxes containing commissary orders had increased in size, and hence the limit was increased to $75. The guards are still bringing the commissary to the cells, however. If the inmates were to exercise their full right to commissary, the guards would have to work harder, meaning more boxes, more trips. Lawrence Correctional Center also brings the commissary to the cells and boxes, as a matter of SOP, not related to COVID. At Lawrence, though, commissary isn't restricted in any way unless, of course, an inmate is actually being punished. So that reduction of commissary privileges is an individual thing. It's not applied to the whole prison. There is a disincentive for COs to advocate for the prisoners, even as the guards feel the cold, they risk contracting COVID from their coworkers and are watching inmates waste away. Bringing full commissary orders to cells would not hurt the officers. In fact, my dad told me that the guards have even bragged about how he, meaning my dad, wasn't going to expose them. He was all talk and no action. Now, you, the free Rocky Nation, are hearing it for yourselves. My dad and I are exposing them for their malfeasance. Don't forget to visit our blog at FreeLarryRockyHarrisX2.com. Like us on Facebook at LarryRockyHarris1959. Email us with your questions. Email address FreeRocky at FreeRockyNation.org. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on Spotify. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 more filthy and raunchy jailhouse jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance.